episode 50 of the Energy Edge podcast. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Ann Bertel, and I had the pleasure of talking with Brian Paul Buckley recently on his Energy Edge podcast. And if you're not listening to that, you're losing out. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It will energize you throughout your day. You need to pop on over to iTunes and subscribe. The Energy Edge podcast with Brian Paul Buckley. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast sponsored by 5-Minute Energy Kickstart. If you go there, you'll find three 5-minute videos that'll help you kickstart your energy. And man, do we not need a kickstart from time to time? These three videos are absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, and I've wanted to have this guest on well for quite some time. I met Jeff McMahon from a mutual friend, Mike Kim, and once we connected, we've been, well, thick thieves ever since. I love Jeff's approach to the fitness world. He has every possible degree, but his approach is very unique and incredibly effective, and we're going to dive into it. Jeff is sharp, he's intense, and he's challenging. Are you ready? If so, it's go time. Jeff McMahon is the owner of Total Body Construction and has been a trainer for over a decade now. He has worked with over 800 people to transform their lives and make dramatic, drastic improvements to their health. Over the past three years, he has taken his expertise to the online space, training people virtually and literally all over the world. He has clients in Dubai, Puerto Rico, Canada, London, and all over the U.S. Jeff's vast experience and his staff have made him one of the most sought after top trainers today, and he looks forward to helping you along your journey. Well, Jeff McMahon, my friend, where are you and how are you right now? Hey, Brian, I am in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I am doing fantastic today. How are you? I'm doing swell, not to be confused with swollen, although as a former former weightlifter, big guy, swole was a thing of the past, right? Exactly. So, hey, man, I am, I'm stoked to have you on the show here on the Energy Edge Podcast. So, but before we get into kind of specifically on the whole fitness topic, give us a little perspective. Tell us how you got into what you're doing right now and where you are right now in your business. Yes, um, I got into fitness because I, well, I went to college for pre-med and pre-farm and found out I couldn't go to med school. And then after college, um, I wanted to train for triathlon, so I got into fitness, that approach to get more um, endurance, and my mom had a stroke and lost use of the left side of her body, so in helping her do rehab and stuff, I found my true passion of helping people make a difference in their life, and so got dual certified in exercise science and sports medicine, then also followed up with orthopedic rehab specialist, so a lot of what I do is working with people to hit their goal, whether it's losing weight, gaining weight, um, training for a sport, fixing an injury, anything with the body is where I'm really the expertise at. And then on top of that part, um, these past couple of years, I've been doing virtual training. So I now train people all over the world. Me being in Cincinnati, I got clients in Saudi Arabia, Philippines, Puerto Rico, England, Canada, and then all over the United States. 
doing live one-on-one personal training with me um, out of the comfort of their own home. Man, there's so much there to unpack. First of all, I love the why behind, you know, with your mom and uh, what she went through. That had to be tough going through that and kind of eye-opening and heart-opening for you to kind of go the direction you did, huh? Yes. Um, I was young and it was, I'm the youngest of the family. So it was hard for me to see my mom lose the whole control of the left side of her body. Um, she still is partially paralyzed from the waist up and, um, yeah, it was very eye-opening to find that to be my true passion. Well, and it's always a good why. And I think sometimes we look back and just uh, and we learn a lot like looking at the why and it keeps you going. So I, I think that's awesome, Jeff. But I also love, too, I mean, your company's name is Total Body Construction and uh, looking at kind of the holistic approach. And uh, we'll dive into that. But, man, I'd love to hear from you. What are some of the biggest excuses you hear from people in regards to fitness or physical activity or movement? The biggest excuses I hear from people is probably the number one would be they don't like to do it. And then the number two being they don't have time. So that's where my virtual training became so popular because if you don't have time to go to a gym, of course you would love to work out at home, but it's very hard to hold yourself accountable, watch DVDs, wonder if your form is right, all that kind of stuff. But with virtual training, it takes um, all those questions out of the equation because I'm there watching, I'm there critiquing, I'm holding you accountable to an appointment. And... You get to have an expert, you know, guide you along to whatever, you know, if you want to dunk a basketball or run faster or lose weight or whatever your goal is, you have an expert showing you how to get there so you can get there efficiently, effectively without injuries. Um, but the other one of people not liking to work out, that excuse just scares me because what's your alternative? I mean, if you don't want to take care of yourself and live longer through a life of vitality that leads you with a life that's going to be shorter not going to be around for grandkids. You're not even thinking of the long-term game of this. And so that whole mindset is just, you know, almost scary to me that everyone thinks of the now versus what the future really is going to hold for themselves. Oh man, you hit a pain point. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Cause obviously that is the, what I don't like to work out. I don't like a treadmill. I don't like the Stairmaster. I don't like weights or whatever with there. And your focus is going more on the why. I mean, why are you doing this? And then I'm assuming that you help them figure out the what on what they want to do that accomplish the why. Right. Because when most people come to me and they say, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, I'm like, well, be more specific. Is that 10 pounds of water? Is that 10 pounds of fat, 10 pounds of muscle? Like what is 10 pounds that you want to lose? Then when they say that, I'm like, well, why is losing 10 pounds important to you? What is that going to do in your life that you're going to get enjoyment or pleasure out of that? And they're like, oh, I want to look better in the mirror. I'm like, okay, then what is looking better in the mirror do for you? Does that build more confidence? Does that make you feel sexier to your spouse? Does that make you be more um, outgoing and want to, you know, do more activities outside. And then so I keep breaking down where that why factor comes from, because until you do, like my one client, um, she wants to lose 30 pounds. And I broke it all the way down to the point where she wants to be able to sit at a airplane in an economy seat and feel comfortable. And like that goal to her is way more than if she gains or loses 30 pounds. It's all about that feeling in that moment because she hasn't been able to do that in so long. And when you get to a goal like that, that it's so realistic and um, emotionally feeling, it's going to drive you to the point to, okay, once you get there, then it's going to be, you know, what's the next thing? Now I want to start training for something or I want to, you know, get ready for 
you know, this dress size or whatever it is, or, um, or just have more energy with my kids to go play. Like you really need to break down why those things are important or else you're never going to do them. And then you're just going to be miserable, bored and depressed all the time. Well, that's good. I mean, just even going back to, you know, this woman uh, with an airplane seat, I mean, it sounds like she's a business traveler, you know, road warrior. And if that's the case, I mean, obviously she's going to see progress every time she sits in an airplane seat, right, Jeff? I mean, obviously she's going to know this is getting better and this is getting better or, hey, the pair of jeans or the, you know, whatever the goal is. I love that aspect of that as opposed to, you know, time to go make the donuts, you know, it's just like one more workout and it just never leads to anywhere. Do you find that's a uh, a big challenge or one of the challenges that most people have when it comes to fitness or physical activity? Yeah, because with working out, you're not going to lose 10 pounds that day and it's not going to happen overnight. And it's going to take you to be doing it at least four to six times a week to start to see any major change in your body. And we, as people, we have what they call the boiling pot effect. So let's say you want to lose 30 pounds and you want to fit in this airplane seat. So once you do, and you start to lose that weight, that pain point starts to dissipate because you are not as uncomfortable anymore. And most people without a trainer or coach or someone following them along to ask what the next stage is, they'll just go right back to gaining weight again, because that pain point is gone. And therefore they'll sneak in a donut, they'll sneak in pizza, they'll sneak in um, French fries or whatever. And not think it's going to be that big of a deal until they're now 20 pounds heavier than where they were before. So going through and having um, a guided coach or a mentor or someone to hold you accountable to get you to where you want to be is that much more important nowadays because of, you know, the amount of traveling people do, the amount of medications people are on, the side effects these medications have, um, the, you know, busy lives that we have where we're working, where, you know, constantly have access to each other via cell phones, computers, or whatever, that it's hard to shut off that part of your business, part of your life and take care of yourself. So working out has to not be a viewpoint of dread, but a viewpoint of an opportunity to let you live longer, to be able to do more things that you want to do. Every time I work out, I'm not going to see a major change in the mirror, but I'm going to know that it's one step closer to me living longer to seeing my grandkids, to be able to travel more when I retire, to be able to have a life beyond just my business and my family. So you hit both short-term and long-term goals, which is actually really good because it leads me to another question. So if somebody has a short-term goal of, okay, they run the triathlon or this individual to, you know, to sit in the, in the you know, economy seat comfortably, or let's say that it's, you know, wear these certain jeans or fit into a bathing suit for a vacation, those are short-term goals. So how have you found that once that individual has accomplished that short-term goal, then what is their challenge? How do they handle keep going so they don't do like the – guy you talked about earlier who gains the 20 pounds back. How do they stop that? They stop it by either journaling and doing it for themselves where they don't need someone to hold them accountable, or they find a you know workout partner or a trainer or someone that will that say, Hey, great. You got to your goal. Now, what is the next part that you want to do? Oh, Cause good. without a direction, you're just going to be driving around in circles. And then you're always going to be in that same, lose 20 pounds, gain 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds, gain 20. And then you start to tell yourself that story of, oh, I'm just supposed to be this way. You know, God made me big boned or whatever, as opposed to taking that as an opportunity to challenge your life and make it what you want it to be versus what the universe is going to let you be. Well, that's good. So if somebody has a long-term goal, I mean, how, how do you 
make that impactful. So for example, I want to be able to have more energy for my kids. How do you make that granular for somebody where I want to live longer for my kids? How do you make it granular for them as a goal so that they have that motivation to be able to work out on a consistent basis? Make it more granular as far as you're going to be, I mean, repetition is the key to success for everything. So the more that you can work out, the more that you can do on your own, the more that you can be active, the more it's going to be a lifestyle versus a fad. And the more that you make it a lifestyle that, you know, I want to do this rest of life because I like the way I feel. I like the way that I'm eating. I like the way that um, I wake up in the morning energized and ready to go, ready to tackle these, you know, business meetings or whatever, you know, looking forward to getting promotions. All those things happen from having energy from how well you take care of yourself. I mean, if you walk down the street and you saw people that were smiling and upbeat and walking fast and doing all this stuff, you're going to be a lot more in tune to want to do hang out with those people than if all these people were overweight, slumped over, sad faced and walking very slowly. So in order to viewpoint it as a long-term solution, it's to start the repetitions of doing it over and over week after week, month after month, by keeping yourself um, either accountable to a coach or accountable to a journal or something that you can keep track of because without results, you're just going to be idly going by. But in that same breath, focusing on you know, the long-term game of, yes, you want more energy with your kids, but you want more energy with your grandkids. You want, you want to see your kids get married and go off to college and you know, have a house with an empty nester and be able to go travel more and do more things with your spouse and all that stuff. So the more that you're active and the more energy you have to do that, the happier your life is going to be, I promise you. We'll be right back with the remainder of the interview with Jeff Bigman after this short break. Hi, this is Terry Crawley, co-author of Sleeping Your Way to the Top, and here is your sleep energy boost for today. It's no secret that diet quality influences sleep quality. In fact, sleep and diet enjoy a wonderful bi-directional relationship. A healthy diet supports healthy sleep, while healthy sleep supports a healthy appetite and good food choices. A well-balanced diet and making the time for sufficient sleep on a daily basis are a winning combination. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day. And it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way. A kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time. Because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. So how are people approaching fitness, movement, physical activity in possibly wrong ways right now? What do you see in that area? The biggest thing that I see right now is the enormous amount of supplement companies that keep popping up all over the place. You know, theirs is better than this one. You know, it's all about a quick fix and all that kind of stuff. Um, there is no quick fixes. I mean, you can't 
start school in first grade and then all of a sudden graduate high school and you have to go through 12 years of school, you know, you have to go through college. I mean, so the same thing goes for the fitness and that stuff. Now you can be smarter with it. Um, but most people, you know, are trying to take all these fat burner pills, which literally just speed up your heart and then make you be all jittery because they're loaded with caffeine, which then dehydrates your body and forces you to flush in more water. But the whole point is if you just drank cold water all throughout the day, you'd get the same um, energy boosting that a pill would do. And you wouldn't have all the side effects of the dehydration and stuff like that. Um, you know, these protein powders that are out there says like no sugar on it. Well, then you got to see what fake sugar they're putting in there for flavor. Because if you didn't have sugar in there, taste got awful. So um, always look at what the ingredients are going to be and how many, like my protein powder has seven ingredients in it. It's 100% organic. It's actually made over in Ireland where there's no hormone or anything. Um, antibiotics infused into it. And, you know, you really got to do some research as far as what supplements you're taking. A lot of people try to put on uh, multivitamins off on you and about 80 to 90% of those vitamins, you're just going to pee out anyway. So if you are eating healthy green vegetables on a daily basis, having your salads, um, having some fruit in your diet, you weren't going to need those multivitamins because you're getting it through your natural source, which your body can absorb, which isn't synthetically processed at a much higher rate. So it's a pain in the butt to be healthy. I'm not going to lie. You have to do prepping. You have to um, be diligent. And you have to be make smarter choices. But in doing so, you're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better. And you're going to be happier and not depressed, not run down, not tired all the time because you're taking care of yourself. So that's a great point. So are you saying that there is a huge correlation between fitness and energy levels then? Yes, absolutely. The more, the more you work out and the more efficient your body can run, the more energy you're going to have because it doesn't take so much work to you know, wake up in the morning. Like If you're going to go to sleep, your body sleeps an hour and a half intervals. So when you sleep for seven and a half or nine hours or even shorten it down to six hours, when you wake up on those um, time points, your body's at its lightest point of sleep to allowing you to wake up and feel energized because you're not in the middle of a deep sleep moment. So you're not wanting to hit the snooze alarm because you're awake, you're alert, you're ready to go, and you're ready to get up versus being um, in the middle of a sleep time. Then it's going to be, you know, snapping the alarm, not really wanting to get up, dragging your feet, dreading to go. So fine-tuning how you work your body is going to definitely improve your energy. Well, I think that's big because I, I don't, at least personally, with being an energy performance expert, I find that most people, especially with physical fitness, Jeff, and working out, they just don't see the correlation, you know, or they don't make that connection. So therefore, their why is a little bit different. You know, it's just, I have to do this as opposed to, man, even 15 minutes of this is going to give me a boost of energy that I need for the day. And what a huge thing that could be for me. So for somebody who's not working out or not as physically active, Jeff, as they need to be or should be, where do they even begin and start? You begin by your nutrition first, sleep second, and working out third. You need all of those in place to be good. So food is very, very important. Um, the, the quick, easiest things to do would be drink more water throughout the day. At least six to eight cups of water a day is ideal. You want to be having vegetables at night, preferably green vegetables like green beans, um, asparagus. Um, you know, cauliflower is good. 
kale, romaine lettuce, spinach, things like that. That'll help burn fat while you sleep. And then, you know, maintaining more protein in your diet versus carbs to allow you to be satiated from hunger and to, um, you know, build up muscle because the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn throughout the day. Therefore, you'll burn more fat throughout the day as well. Um, you know, sleep, like I just said, sleeping in those hour and a half intervals. Um, if you want to be burning fat and losing weight, you want to be sleeping for at least seven and a half and or nine hours. If you're getting less than that, you're not optimizing your fat burning zone. So you're um, losing out on that while you sleep. And the cool part about sleep is you burn the most fat while you sleep because you breathe the most at that point. You're the most relaxed and your body can absorb the oxygen and convert it to CO2. So if you sleep longer, you burn more fat, which then helps you lose more weight. And then the third part is the um, workouts. Yeah, the, the more that you work out and want to work out, I mean, just start with walking. Walking is so quintessential to anyone's health. I mean, it, it's the easiest thing to do. It's one of the most effective things to do. And if you're consistent with it, that'll then breed into, okay, now I'm walking. Now I'm going to go do some push-ups. Now I'm going to do walking push-ups and some core crunches on a stability ball, like do it in progressions. It doesn't have to be all at once. And that's where you're going to start to build up a routine and want to do more and more things. So I find this interesting because I, I agree with everything you're saying, but for somebody who's listening to this, they're going, okay, wait, I got a fitness guy who's telling me the three things that I need to do, you know, is nutrition, sleep, and, and fitness working out, which are obviously the, you know, the key three. But the order that you're giving, if I heard you correctly, is working out as last. So why is the order for you with being a fitness guy, nutrition first, sleep second, workout third? Because you can work out for 12 hours a day, but if you're not eating properly, you'll never see a change in your body. I mean, one frozen pizza is around 3,300 calories. For you to burn off those calories, you would have to run probably three or four well, about four to six hours that day of straight running nonstop to burn off those calories from the pizza. You're never going to get to that number. Therefore, you're never going to gain any or gain any results because the nutrition is so important. I mean, one burrito at Chipotle is a thousand calories. So if you're eating that for lunch and then a pizza for dinner, there's 4,300 calories you just consumed without even, you know, water or drinks or anything else in the middle that's, you know, your body can never burn that off. So just start storing, storing, storing fat. And how many times have we seen that guy, Jeff, at the gym where his, his chest is barely in front of his gut and uh, you know exactly what he's consuming, but it doesn't matter because he, how much he thinks he can lift or because his chest is in front of his gut, right? Yeah, the priorities people have are usually the opposite when it should be nutrition first, fitness second. So then why is sleep ahead? So if you're going to go nutrition first, obviously you're talking about the food and be able to burn off the food so you can actually see the results. Then why sleep before working out? Because sleep is the one time of the day that your body is repairing itself. So you need to be getting adequate amount of sleep. So many people are pulling all-nighters, think it's cool to be hustling 24-7, all this stuff that when they put sleep on the back burner, your body can't perform um, optimally especially throughout the day because it's so run down. It didn't get to be recharged. And um, then when you try to work out, your workouts are going to be um, very lackadaisical. They aren't going to be as hard as you can push yourself. They aren't going to get you um, the gains that you're looking to get because you aren't 
you know, awake, alert, and have energy to do the workout. So you need the food and you need the sleep in order to have a great workout. That's great. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think what's cool too, Jeff, and people will hear more about this through the podcast and just our own dealings, that uh, in the spring, we're going to do a conference together with bringing in professionals that are dealing with these three specific areas. Obviously, you on the fitness side, Terry Crawley, who's been on the show a lot and has also been uh, a big part of other things that we're doing, and then also Triva, who who is a co-host here on the nutrition side. So obviously, we're very big on the key three here. So uh, another question is, so for that, what somebody should do when they're starting off, they should uh, start with nutrition first. They need to be able to do sleep second, working out, talking about just the importance of walking to get into that. What about somebody who has inconsistent workouts right now? Uh, with inconsistent workouts, you've got to find something that will be more fun to you. If you like to work out, then you have to find um, a little bit of a, a passion with it. So a lot of people are into CrossFit right now. A lot of people are into boot camps. A lot of people are doing um, – you know, challenging themselves with a competition, whether it's a fitness competition or um, a race or something like that, that they can be around other people and have a goal to look forward to. Um, but just finding it fun. Like me personally, I'm 35. Um, I do exercises to maintain my abilities to keep up with my martial arts. So that's always been the most fun for me. So my workouts are usually total body, a lot of core, a lot of range of motion, and to keep my body lean and strong versus big and bulky. So um, just find something that you start to enjoy and have fun with. And that's where the um, inconsistency starts turning into a routine because you're able to um, look forward to it versus dread doing it. And that's key. I mean, my goodness, how many times you've done a workout where it's just like, oh, I hate this thing. And of course, I mean, you're not into it and your chance of breaking it is very, very quick. So what about somebody just within that, speaking on the same question, Jeff, you know, somebody's inconsistent with working out. What about somebody who travels a lot? Uh, how do they handle, um, you know, consistent workouts and, and just even starting for that matter? Um, well, like I traveled to London two weeks ago and a lot of your hotels are going to have gyms in them. And a lot of those gyms are usually not going to be too busy. So you can actually get down there and, you know, have your own personal gym almost. So working out um, in there, there's plenty of YouTube or, um, you know, on Google searching free workouts and stuff that you can use to get started or follow a little a challenge plan. There's, you know, Instagram is notorious for having little 30 day challenges to get started with working out or things like that, that will be free and easy resources for you. Um, but also just, you know, the, if you really just want to be basic push-ups, core and squats are going to be the three most um, effective exercises you can do. And you can bang them out in your hotel room. You don't need any equipment, but you want to do them as opposed to avoid them throughout the day because they will help you start your day. If you do those three things and then, um, you know, almost like earn your shower in the morning. That's so like true. wake up, do the workout and then earn your shower. Then that shower will be, um, that much more valuable to your day because after that, no matter how busy your day is, you've already got your workout in. That's good. Especially if you're a road warrior, you know, that's going to really kick in your energy for the day. And I love about the shower better that than, um, you know, the slime from the day before or the night before, you know, what the shower is going to do. It's obviously it's looking forward, focused, dealing with your energy and how can you attack the day, especially if you're on the road. So um, what do you suggest, Jeff, for somebody who's working out right now, but just not seeing the results that they're looking for? 
If you're not seeing the results, really look at your nutrition and see what's happening with that. See if you, um, if you're trying to lose weight, see if you're burning more calories than you're taking in. If you're trying to gain weight, make sure you're eating more than what you're burning. Um, but also, you know, you got to test your consistency to really see results. I have the motto of live life in the majority. So if there's seven days in a week, you should be working out at least four, if not five days in a week to really see a result. If you're only working out two or three days, that's fine for maintenance, but it's not going to be anything as far as making a change in your body. It's just not uh, enough time that you're putting effort into it. Okay, that's perfect. Let me interrupt you real quick because I love that. Because I think if somebody's looking for results, but they're doing maintenance, then obvious. Thank you, doctor. Obvious that you are not going to get the results that you need. So that's a big one. I appreciate you bringing that up. Anything else with that? Um, and then the other part is just to be um, persistent. Like it's, it's a long-term journey. If you know you have thyroid issues or you know that there's something going on in your body, maybe go see a doctor first and say, why am I not losing weight? It's a adrenal fatigue that you're stressed out and your adrenals are um, wearing down. Is it thyroid issue where you have a overactive or underactive thyroid? I mean, there's gallbladder, there's plenty of things that could be going on that um, don't hurt, but are hindering you from getting results. So if you're are eating healthy, you're following a plan, you're working out, you know, at least four to six times a, a week, and you're not getting results, then I would go see a doctor and say, hey, I'm doing all these things. Is there anything, you know, blood work wise that I should be concerned with? That's excellent, Jeff. Any, any closing thoughts that you have? Any thoughts uh, just in this conversation that uh, you'd like to leave with us? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is three parts. A, we live a long time. I mean, you're going to be around 70, 80, 90 years. That's a long time. So it's never too late to get started in fitness. And there's no better day than today to do so. But the reasoning behind it is not just to look good in a mirror, because that's very superficial. Find that deep why that is going to really be bigger than you and change your life in that moment. Like for me, when I did martial arts and got my black belt at 21, that changed my life that I knew I wanted to be healthy to be able to maintain this the rest of my life because I enjoy it so much. Um, so that is bigger than just me wanting to look good in a mirror or impress my wife or something like that. So find the real result, uh, real reasons as to why you want to get results. And that will really change your mindset as far as, you know, wanting to dial down, wanting to live a life of vitality and to really perform um, on a consistent basis to achieve your goals. And those are, those are huge, Jeff. I mean, I think, you know, when we just talk about fitness and working out, you know, people's eyes roll over or you know, they get this image that it has to be something that didn't work for them, that they don't like, that they can't attain. So just in closing, I mean, how can somebody who just wants to get going here just get over these mental roadblocks? I mean, and just be able to start today. What, what can they do? Um, two things. They can either go to my website and do a free assessment with me. I do a free assessment with everyone. It's 30 minutes. We go over um, – you know, what your muscle balances are, your cardio levels, your body. And then we also go over your goals and <clears throat> tell you exactly what you should be doing to achieve those. Whether if you want to get a trainer afterwards, that's completely up to you. But if not, you'll at least know where you are body wise, what you need to do to get to your goal and, um, you know, really see the difference in what you need to get. And then the other part is if, you know, you don't like to work with somebody, 
start journaling. I mean, if you write down in a journal every day, um, three things, what you're thankful for, what your number one health goal is, and then at the end of the day, what's, um, what actual steps did you do to achieve that health goal? That on a consistent basis um, will make you, will make you see results. Why? Because when you write something down, you have a 67% higher chance of completing it than if you just say it or think it. So the more that you write down and your brain sees it on a sheet of paper, your hand going through the um, pen strokes will force you to think all of your actions of, okay, I got these meetings, but I still can get in a workout. You know, like you're going to start changing your day around the workout versus making the workout an excuse for your day. Oh man, that's, that's huge. Say that last line again. To make your workouts not an excuse for the day, but to change your day around your workouts. Yeah, that's huge, man. And I think, and Jeff, no matter what we're doing, whether we're sitting behind a desk, whether we're an entrepreneur, whether we are on the road as a sales professional, whether we're a nurse, I mean, there's so many different verticals where we can make that excuse. And if we figure out, well, I mean, just the journaling aspect of what's our number one health goal, I don't think most people even have thought about that. And if they can come up with that, dude, that's, that's huge. That's rich because... That's going to force me to go, okay, well, this is big. My number one health goal is whatever. It's X. That's your, the big Y as you're talking about. Then right. how, how do I accomplish that? Then what do I need to do? So I think that's absolutely, man, it's a huge closing thought here to work from. So you did mention as far as, you know, free assessments. So kind of leads into my last question here. How can we find out more about you and uh, how to work with you or any questions that they may have to come to you as my guy at least? Yeah, um, my website, totalbodyconstruction.com, or you can email me, jeff at totalbodyconstruction.com. But like I said, yeah, the, the free assessment is for anybody. There's, it's not a sales pitch. There's no cost or obligation. It's just my way of connecting with people to help them on their fitness journey. Like I said, afterwards, if you want to work with a trainer, you know, obviously you're more than welcome to sign up. But if not, and you just need more clarity as, hey, you know, I really want to, you know, get this thing going, help me go off medicine and other things. I have plenty of connections with doctors, nutritionists, people in the health world that you know, can connect you as far as that part goes too. So um, just think of me as your one-stop shop. So um, get at me either email or website and look forward to seeing you there. Well, man, I greatly, greatly appreciate you, Jeff. Um, well, first of all, just because obviously your perspective, the way you view um, fitness, physical activity, movement is uh, it's my kind of guy. Uh, we're definitely the same peeps in that. We also have the same passion, ultimately, is to help people to gain greater energy you know, so they can kind of work and live at that optimal level. And, uh, man, I'm super excited about, uh, I referenced it earlier, you know, the conference that we're planning on doing together with Terry Crawley and with Trevi Casino. Any thoughts, comments, snide remarks on that? No, I'm super excited. I mean, if you guys are able to get to this conference, it will be everything that you need to get out of any depression, formulate a life plan to be as happy as I am every single day. I, you know, I work seven days a week. I own a gym. I do virtual training. I got trainers. I got a family. I got two kids. I am 100% not stressed. I'm 100% happy 97% of the time. Kids are a little bit of a pain, but um, more of the story I'm not, I'm not is I want people to feel like me. Uh, every day you should wake up looking forward to the opportunities of the day versus dreading how busy your day is going to be. So that's why I always start my day off with a journal. That's why I have a whiteboard I call my opportunity board. That's where I write down my goals, but it's my chance every day as an opportunity to attack those goals and achieve them. When you change your mindset to make things as an opportunity versus a uh, request, 
you then are being proactive on your day versus reacting on your day. And that's just going to be a game changer for your life. Love it, man. Love it. Because when we feel good about ourselves, it's just amazing how everything else just seems to feel and look better or conquerable. And uh, I just, I love that aspect about you, man. So thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome, man. Look forward to seeing you later. Thanks for making it to this point in the podcast. I want to thank my guest, Jeff McMahon, for his time. I hope you enjoyed his interview and we're challenged to make the most of the incredible benefit to fitness to increase your energy. Go and get your energy edge on today. 